I am the Democratic Party right now. It's the KTIF Debate Roundtable. Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Will you shut up, your, man? Listen. Welcome to the Keep Trying It's Fine podcast. Today we have a special episode, the debate roundtable, where we will talk about the first 2020 presidential debate from this week. My name is Lily Calloway, and I'm joined with my co-hosts, Adam Newfer and Greg Catapodi. Today, we've brought a special guest, Megan King, one of my favorite comedians, Baby Yoda Stan, and owner of a Subaru. It's all-wheel drive, so she can handle all terrains. Let's get started, everybody. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the show, Megan. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> no. Welcome to the show, Thank Megan. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, so how does this what does this look like, Lily? This 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 debate round table. So basically we have a list of questions related to the debate that happened on Tuesday. It is Saturday right now and it feels like a lot of stuff has happened. So we're gonna talk about the debate, but we're also probably gonna talk about uh, President Trump and how he has COVID, COVID and moving on to uh, yes. current events. We just can't keep up with the news. I thought that we yes. would be able to keep up uh, with just this roundtable on Saturday after the debate, but literally everything has happened since then. How stupid are we? We are entering the election singularity. A second <laughs> is an hour. An hour becomes a day. We will not end the election. It's like going into a black hole. It's like right? inception. Yes. We're going deep down. Yeah. Yeah. And my my goal uh, as the producer and editor is that hopefully I have this out before both candidates are just asleep and uh, someone else is in charge. We'll we'll find out. Incapacitated. Both of them will be installed into a cybernetic life support system and they will both rule forever as co-presidents. That's how I think this is going to go, guys. Oh, God. I don't like that idea. Isn't that what we thought was going to happen with Bush and Gore since we didn't have, remember, we didn't have a president, uh, president for a while. Yeah. Because we didn't know who who won the election for quite some time. That's what I assumed was going to happen this year, honestly. We're just going to have a, a repeat of 2000. You know, every 20 years, we just have to, like, shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Let, yeah, let every- America live in... Every 20 years, the Republicans <laughs> have to let you know, we can steal this thing anytime yeah, we yeah. want, okay? <laughs> exactly. You yeah, think these, it's a uh, democracy. These, hmm. these these writers this season are just doing a real, real hack job, yeah. honestly. Just I, repeating storylines. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess he gets COVID and poops himself to death. <laughs> That's definitely on a South Park episode. That's definitely I'm gonna have to go rewind. Let's go let's go to lunch early, guys. Go ahead. So before we get into more of this, uh, we we do need to make sure that we mention our sponsors. We have a new sponsor this week. Greg is Greg is responsible for um, presenting that Megan, so he's going yes, to me, pitch them. Hey Greg, me, you want to check your notes there? Like, yeah, let me get the copy. Yeah. I want I want to hear right. crystal clear commercialization voice, please. Are you moderating a town full of rustlers, hustlers, and El Presidentes? 
A sheriff needs a big iron hanging from his hip, hanging low. So that's why you need the big Frisco mute button. It's just an old-fashioned bullwhip mounted onto a fully articulated robotic whipping arm made of 70 inches of American pig iron. If you press that button, they will shut the Frisco up. 500 watts of all-American power. Do not leave Big Frisco mute button plugged in. Do not leave Big Frisco mute button unattended. Big Frisco mute button capacitor sold separately. So yeah, guys, I guess that's the the Big Frisco mute button. Wow. I'm glad you kept with the family-friendly podcast. Uh, <laughs> you really did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, are we going to talk about the debate? Because I don't understand. Every comic I know is like yelling at the screen, mute his, mute his mic! Cut the mic! But you guys don't even have the ability to when you're on doing stand-up, so that's interesting. But you get, you get your the, mic... Our mic's cut. Yeah, yeah you get your yeah. mic cut. You cut them? Yeah, yes. if, if you go over time, they will, they will turn off your mic. Like it's, the yeah. first lesson of stand-up comedy is if you run the light, you are fucking out of here. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're also blacklisted. Oh, see, I thought it was like a hostage situation. No, but. no, you you okay. do that and you get banned and blacklisted forever. Like you do that at the improv and they they take you out. Like your comedy like, career is over. You make. I like how one. there's more moderation happening at an yes, open mic. It's true. <laughs> Stand ups are massive Frisco ups. So, uh, <laughs> and even they will not run the light. Oh, wait! Are we gonna do just a different city in Texas as for every swear? For every swear word. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are we are definitely frisco ups though all of us every single one yeah. it doesn't comedy doesn't attract normal stable humans definitely not nor, poli- nor politics apparently nor yeah, well amen i think uh, both of them take egos that are too big for our mental I health mean, really the fair the, the the fair thing is that it does take a large amount of uh healthy narcissism let's say to wake up and say i want to be the ruler of the world well, and, are we the ruler uh, of the world anymore? Hmm. Uh, I guess that would be Angela Merkel now, is like the uh, leader of the free world right now. She sure is. Well, let's let's keep this train a rolling. What's our first question? Yeah. All right. So who do you think advocated their side the best? I think, uh, unfortunately, Trump dominated um, just saying his stupid talking points over and over again. But I think the person who came off the best was Biden because he was funny. He was likable. If you just look at their eyes, like he looked like, like a, a human, you know, he was like, you could see it in his eyes that he was just caring and genuine. And Trump just looks like this angry little hand man, you know, that's yeah. my opinion. My opinion. I, I think, I think sadly, I do think that Trump, Trump did advocate his side the best because you could not hear a word of what Joe Biden was saying in in any way, shape, or form. I couldn't get anything out of that except that he was just yelling. I think that worked in Biden's favor because, like, I first feel like Trump, like, yes, yes, he did dominate it, but he just he was tripping over his own talking points and just rapid firing it to where it was like, what about this? What about that? What about that? And I don't know mm. if any of it ever landed. And then that would just free up joe to just to like shut up and not have to talk any policy and then just have like a quick like witty line at the end right yeah 
The, and I don't think I thought Joe handled himself fine. Everyone keeps talking about how it's just two old men bickering, and I'm like, he did not interrupt him until like at least 30 minutes in. And I have never wanted a commercial break more in my life than during right. that whole thing. I don't know why they didn't pause. Yeah, that that was too long. Yes. Joe Biden played by the rule. Like he's the one of the things of the debate is can the president behave like a non-maniac? Yeah, that was the real question. That was what the question was of the debate, right? Now right. who's going to advocate their best the the best to their ability, but well, I will <laughs> say handle their shit. I will say that Joe Biden advocated well, hands down, because the he did a call out for a uh, website called IWillVote.com. They had their biggest uh, users online ever. He raised $20 million a day after the debate. Wow. Yeah, but our election's really about getting people out to <laughs> register to vote and well, raising money, like right, Greg. Right, like, is that what we're here for? Fair. I will say, on the other hand, uh, Donald Trump gave a call to action to a white nationalist street gang, his base. So uh, good on him. And then he did advocate for getting COVID, and then he got COVID. So it could go to either of them, really. So those are some pretty good points, Greg. He walked the walk. Oh, my God. He, he did. That's true. He did mobilize a group and said that and stood by his mask message. And there he is. And so, he, I mean, that group created a patch from his marching orders. Did you know that? I saw that. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. They, they were very happy to be like, yes, sir, we'll stand by. And in a way, Biden made it a layup for him because Biden's the one who suggested the Proud Boys. So if anything, uh, the Proud Boys should be just both candidates, like helped them out a whole lot. <laughs> it's an well, unfortunate reality. That is the fair, for anyone saying that uh, Biden doesn't have it, that he he gave a trap. That was a, That was basically a trap that, he laid and Trump walked right into it. Yeah. You know, Biden did not, you know, Chris Wallace didn't bring up the Proud Boys. Trump didn't bring up the Proud Boys. Biden brought up the Proud Boys. And what were we talking about until Trump got COVID? Which, pro move by Trump, he changed the narrative by getting COVID. Yeah, I don't know what to what to think anymore about what, what I should care about right now. Is it COVID? Is it the Supreme Court? Is it racism? What am I... I'm, I'm confused. So, there, well, there's too much. There's, there's too, much. too oh. much. So, oh, we got David. David's giving some dot dot dots. Oh, oh, are yeah, we some I dot, just, dot dots. I told him to log on. We're recording. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a special. Get boy. in the podcast. So the um, was he? What did he say? He's at the dog park. You guys, you forgot. Why don't we use this time to go to the next, the next question? So, yes, so who do you think this debate is for? Who's watching this? Do you think that this is for undecided, undecided vote voters, or is this for, is this for the people who know who they're going to vote for? Who, who I, is? Who gets something out of this? I was literally having that thought when we were watching this because I was like, what is the point of this damn thing? You know, just for us to get mad at each other some more? Because who's undecided at this point? Like, seriously? <laughs> I don't so understand. I, I think the people who are undecided are the same kind of people who go to the supermarket and they stare at two generic <laughs> brands for like 40 minutes straight trying to make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, is, is 200K people dead a lot? 
Or on the other hand, maybe it's not that bad. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Let's find out. Like, are they you're sitting in front of the cantaloupes just touching them both so much and just having them to <laughs> then end up walking away and not voting at all? Um, just leaving them on the floor. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's a good this, analogy. This one is heavy for its size, but on the other <laughs> hand... But this one talks a lot, and he's real loud. Um by the way, he's not tweeted at all lately. It's been so lovely. Uh, what else was it? Well, <laughs> yeah, no. I, yeah, I woke up this morning and there was no news. It was, it was right. wild. Well, I was just You're feeling like, yes, the, the, the news, cosmically, it's grimly funny. It is grimly comic, you know. Just yeah. That it's God is the ultimate comedian. You can't compete with him. It's it's a little it's a little scary. I saw somebody put on Twitter that they think that this is the this is the red wedding for Republicans. I love that. I love that analogy because, yes, it is. They're just like watching people die. What are I mean, get diagnosed. I I shouldn't assume they're all dying. But no one has died yet. And hopefully not. We don't want anyone to die. Exactly. But if if they did, then that's sad. And we just want to put that message out there already, just in case. Yeah. So, Lily, who do you think it's for? Like, who do you you guys think it's like anything but entertainment? I mean, I would say it was selling something, but there was no damn commercials. So is it just pure entertainment that we have these? I can't imagine someone. I mean, this is someone that the pig ignorant undecided voter has been checked out from the election. Like they've they have not thought about politics or what is happening in America for the last four years, apparently. And now they're deciding, oh, now, now it's time to weigh the the candidate's heart against an ostrich feather or whatever is going on in their stupid brains. I mean, I think a lot of it is also reconfirming your choices if that's that's what you want to do. Yeah, I just I mean, I, ch- I I tuned in just to make sure that like Biden didn't just get like, yeah, he pummeled. Like, yeah, he didn't have a stroke didn't... and then like fall over after the first minute. That would be... <laughs> He didn't San Antonio the bed. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Damn, y'all are better at this. <laughs> I got to I got to I got to get a list of counties. And I almost said Saginaw and then I was like, nobody knows Saginaw. No, Saginaw is <laughs> a good one. <laughs> and you really Seagoville the bed there <laughs> i mean which i which actually he's a corpus christi i don't want to be in austin hole but i have another question yeah i got into the austin hole real deep one time in college i bet you did wow was that well, it's an experimental time yeah it was an experimental <laughs> time. you know greg drives an all-terrain vehicle as well hey greg Look at that. Uh, so where were we? Uh, <laughs> like I don't want to talk about this. Let's get to move on. So who do you think in this in this debate? Who is the real idiot? There was some talk where uh, Biden said something along the lines to Trump that he needed to get smarter about an issue. I think maybe COVID. And then Donald Trump wanted to pointed out that Joe Biden graduated at the the end of his class or something in college. I don't know yeah. if that's true or not. Yeah. And said, don't talk to me about being smart. So yeah. who do you uh, think uh who do you think is is the real idiot? Is idiot something that we can say or who is the real Idaho, you know? I think idiot is a still family friendly. Okay. Um, 
I think American public, we're the ones who lost here. We're the ones who had to watch like two clowns. Not, I mean, Biden isn't a complete clown, but you know what I mean? I, I think Trump is an imbecile who's just been floated with this ego. Like his whole family is just, just blown it up his whole life. And so he's just a clueless imbecile. Anyway. I can't make that funny. I was, it was getting angry. <laughs> so, I, I feel like my I... camera person, like dog. What was the what was the test that he was doing? I think oh, Trump yeah, was showing us. He did like he a can re- He can test. recite nouns. He yeah. can recite yeah. nouns just fine. Look, and he was Donald bragging Trump... about his senile test, y'all. He was like, Donald I can Trump, point out the watch. Yes, <laughs> Donald Trump can ace a dementia test. Okay, he is incredibly proud of that. He has said that. <laughs> Well, why won't Biden do the same? Why won't he come out right. and it's very simple. the same nouns? It's very simple to prove that you don't have dementia. All you have to do is remember five words ten minutes from now. <laughs> That's all it takes. And he won't even do it. Uh, That's all it takes. Do you think Biden can do it, you guys? I'm worried now that you said that. <laughs> I I'm think gonna, he my... can. I think people are just too hard on him because yes. he has a stutter. And it just yeah. I think it just comes back in old age just like just he can't control no, he's it. old lily he's yeah. still old. my, nor- my well, normie take my normie take is that hey be easy on biden he is like 77 and anything yeah. anytime he sounds like he has dementia it's just joe biden it's just he's always been like this he's he's always had a very loose unpolished public presence mm. Which yeah. is like his, which makes him his, a great president one day. Yes. <laughs> well, it gives him his political, his political charisma is like, ah, shucks, that could be me. And he's I mean, that's to- the thing is, I watch that that montage of George Bush just misquoting uh, things once a month. Uh-huh. It's delightful. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he said strategery? <laughs> right. I want to say that Joe George Bush still sucked. Let's not uh, let's yeah, not have any George Bush apology, guys. I really do still think that we would be in a so much better place if you know. I mean, here the thing is with COVID is you had to actively undermine the national security function of the United States for it to get this bad. Like if you had just let the national the existing national security structures operate, it would not be this bad. So. Agreed. So I was going to say, as far as who's the real idiot, I wrote down Rick Santorum. Uh, I think he was on the CNN panel. And at the end, he was like, you know, it was a huge gaffe how he endorsed the Proud Boys. And nobody called him out. What's up with that? Why didn't they call him out when he did it, you guys? Well, what they did call out is that they kept that they kept running with these headlines that said like Antifa, you know, Biden said Antifa is an idea, not a group, which is true because it was a direct quote from the FBI director, exactly. <laughs> like appointed by Trump. But that was kind of the lead with it. And like Rick Santorum just did not know how to respond to that. Listen to this demented old man directly <laughs> quoting the FBI director. Like he's reading memos, like he can read. Listen, Chris Christie was on, I think ABC or something. And he was talking about, it. he was like, well, you know, I think Trump won this. He just came in too hot. He was just too hot. No, boo boo. <laughs> The New York Times said that Chris Christie has COVID. He has COVID. Or, or could he have that. just eaten yeah. hoagie too quickly? Like he- <laughs> Every time he talks, I do just want to shove food in his mouth and be like, quiet down there, fatness. I'm so mean. I have not heard from Chris Christie in a long time. When I saw that pop up today as a headline on the New York Times, I was like, oh, yeah, what happened to him? 
He was but, preparing. He was. That's how he got it. Is he was prepping Trump for the debate. So when they were asking his opinion, I was like, "Really? We're asking the guy who like coached his butt? Are you kidding me right now?" I don't. I don't care what Chris Christie. What, has what to does say. that debate preparation even look like? Like, what? Is, imagine it's the ultimate nightmare. Is a three-hour-long <laughs> improv performance <laughs> on a golf course. Yeah. Do you want to imagine hell? Imagine improvisational debate for three exactly. hours. Okay. You need to be in character as Joe Biden, Chris. <laughs> exactly. All right. Just find that emotion and start. He's like, okay, okay, Trump, we're going to practice interrupting. I'm, I'm Biden. I'm going to start talking. You just yell over me, yell over me. And I think, well, you know, I'll take it. I'll just take yeah. it every time. I mean, he, he did a really good, good job, job at being consistent on yelling over him. He was yeah. very yes. good. Now pretend at- I'm the moderator now. Pretend I'm the moderator now. Keep yelling, <laughs> no, keep yelling, no, keep it. Come on, keep come it. on. Chris Let me take Wallace the pressure. <laughs> needed the moderating bullwhip. He was not I don't think well, I could no, have uh, that much energy to yell for 90 minutes straight. I, I can't. He's 78 and so angry uh, and yeah. yelling the whole time. I can't. I was exhausted watching him. I just could not could not fathom yeah. how to just yell for 90 minutes. I had to take a break. I had to jack out of the Matrix. Uh, I, to, I, I watched the whole train wreck the whole time and just kept going. It. When's the I commercial break? How long has this been? Well, no, uh, the general topic, though, normie, normie political opinion or uh, something to discuss is uh, uh, this was called a gish gallop. You just try to bury someone in points that they do not have time to refute. I would argue uh, this was flooding the zone with shit, which was what uh, Steve Bannon called for, that you just fill the... Uh, idea space yeah. let's say with yeah, it's garbage. like a ben shapiro debate strategy or that's how like a lot of conservative like debate me daddy yes commenters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> typically like it, it's, a, it's a common language between them it was overwhelming to watch because you're right because i i didn't know what what if i was joe biden i would be really confused about what i needed to respond to like the problem well, and some some of them were well some of them were good like they were good questions and i'm like oh, i actually love to hear an answer yeah. and then biden yeah. just gets to be like no that's not true and then move on so i like i think trump like overplayed his hand oh yeah I'm sorry to i know that's a borrowed phase from the conservative like uh response to this but i think he did too like yeah i mean there was, it. there was a lot of, like i like we were texting during this time and i think uh trump brought up forest management and i'm like oh that's a that's it that's a legitimate thing about the wild yeah. it's partly environmental but forest management is a real issue yeah. and he just and then he didn't explain his point at all and i i like, I think that that should be brought up in front of Joe Biden. If Joe Biden is for the environment, there should be, well, like, forest management. Yeah. It's just yeah. that it's just that Donald Trump is a pit bull that got into his owner's amphetamine stash. <laughs> that's a good, that's a very good. Oh, you guys, David logged on. David, are you here? How's the dog part? Man, I don't know. I don't know why I thought this thing was at seven. Um <laughs> Sorry, I, I apologize. David, um, David we're all yeah. comedians here. We know uh, life is hard. It, I, I am so, uh, I guess I'm just on comic time. So I just assume anything <laughs> it, that we're doing is going to be around seven o'clock call time. Yes, that's fair. Um, <laughs> the dog dog park is amazing. I got to stand up so I wouldn't have to be awake or active until the nighttime. That's, uh, <laughs> I want to be a stand up. It's all good, David. You are you are absolved. Don't feel uh, any 
guilt. We'll just uh, we'll just uh, tag team you in. We won't even bring it up. We'll take it out of your pay. Well, I kind of want to do an intro. <laughs> the dog is under control. I kind of want to reset the entire podcast. Just delete everything we've oh, done. Oh shit! <laughs> guys, San Antonio. Looks, guys, it looks like we, we uh, forgot to lock the screen door of the comedy roundtable. Look who's wandered in, David Jessup. Hello. Hi, David. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Oh man. You know what this world needs is more comics doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Yet you still join, uh, join as a guest. <laughs> You're part of the problem. Yeah. Well, I, I looked at my calendar and I was like, oh, look, I'm not booked until 2022. So okay. <laughs> I have an opening. <laughs> so what, uh, uh, with the last question we asked was who's the real idiot, um, I mean, do you want to go to the next one, Lily? Or what do you yeah, do? Um, I just want to say that I'm the real idiot for watching this debate. <laughs> we all are. Um, if you had to describe this debate, as, or how would you describe this debate as a video game? Ooh. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that's, that's So what, what, what characters are these guys then? Well, the Biden has the mask on and Trump is the one with the multiple arms. <laughs> okay i do there's respect multiple with masks on david i respect yeah. the pitch is of sub-zero versus goro there you go there you go, go. go sub-zero the, there's sub-zero versus goro but i would say trump might be kano Ooh. and that he is a criminal on drugs that is just cannonballing himself towards the other fighter just spam just spamming just yes. the entire time huh i was gonna say oregon trail ah Yes, that is fair. We're half the half the squad ends in dysentery. Yes. Exactly. Donald Trump has died of dysentery. He pooped himself to death. Yeah, pooped himself. Which may or may not happen by the time oh this God. comes out. I we don't know. Greg really wants this to happen. He wants. He needs to see this. I wish the president the best. Don't lie. With his diarrhea. So, so Trump is the grandma that you leave to die in the canyon, and then you just take the. The rest of the wagon. Amen. On the way on the Oregon Trail. I, I mean, it, it's a natural, natural. It's a national security threat when the leader is down, and we don't know the status of his health at all. But you guys are acting like he leads the country normally. Well, I'm just saying that the existing problem of working towards the Donald, where there's no direction from the top but there's what the, the toadies and bootlickers think it will make him happy, will be exacerbated by his non-presence. They will, you know, they will free agent more. They will operate independently more because, oh, he's down. Now we really all got to take this seriously and go win one for him. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that his best campaign is ran without him at the top. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think... I think things will spiral out of control, but I, I mean, things will be bad. It will not be good. Like any crazy crap that has happened or is happening will get, will be exacerbated by his non-presence. Can, can we, can we finally stop with the argument of is reality a simulation? Because, <laughs> because it's pretty obvious that we're living in a simulation right now. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, David, we had, we had brought up that like, this season is a repeat already. Like uh, you're starting to see the laziness of the architects. Yeah, with some yeah of these it's, it's, lines. it's season seven of Game of Thrones and they're just mailing it in because they want to get to their Star Wars trilogy. 
Right. <laughs> well, well, some people or some theory is that because there is there are quantum mechanics. Okay, all right, I'm into this. Okay, because there's quantum mechanics and there's general relativity, it means that there's a like basically quantum mechanics means that the program programmers are making shortcuts at the quantum level. Like you know, you're going with probabilistic outcomes rather than everything being ultra refined and discrete, which is something that quantum mechanics uh, might indicate. If you were like, we're programming a universe, the 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 the, the naked apes can't see this anyway. We'll yeah, just, it's algorithmic. Yeah, we'll just round this. Yeah. They can't tell the okay. difference. So Donald Trump being president is the is like quantum mechanics. Quantum yeah. mechanics proves a simulation. That is, it might you need to write a book, Greg? It's not my that. theory. It's not my theory. It's oh a, well. All right. So we have Morgan Trail. We have Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Lily, yes. what uh, what kind of video game do you think? So I don't. Debate would have been? I don't know many video games, but I think that this is like Mario Kart, where you're in the battles, and it's basically. Um, one person doesn't know how to use the remote and is basically jamming into the wall of where you're trying to battle. And it's Bowser just sitting there in a corner, ramming into the wall and eventually falling off. So Lily, is, is that you? Are you that player? <laughs> I have been. Losing the battle cart. I love that that's the <laughs> You're talking about the race? Jesus, Lily. Well, I, yeah. Know. Well, no, also everyone hates the battle mode except for probably me and Lily. So that's uh, probably accurate with this debate. Yeah. So that that's what I think. Um, so, so what advice do you think you would give to these candidates to run a better campaign? David, David, I feel like you have opinions about this. <laughs> uh, I think, I think Biden's doing great, which is just stay away um, uh, diminish your exposure because anytime he talks, it's it's a minefield. You don't know what he's going to say. He might say four thousand American soldiers have died from COVID, and um, and the, but that's not actually true. But he just got he just it it really was it really was like watching a bad stand up show. Um, and my and the thing I kept on saying over and over again to Biden was just ignore him. And it's really hard when you're doing a set and there's a guy in the front row and he's talking the entire time and it's messing up your rhythm and timing. It is really hard to ignore him. But that's what Biden needed to do was just ignore him. And he did great at talking to the, into the camera and talking to the American people. Oh, I, but, I loved I loved when Daddy Biden reached out his hand to just yes. caress yes. your cheek and say, go vote. Yeah. Oh, boy. Chills. I, I did love that. I felt like he was reassuring me and telling me it'll be okay yeah. and that we just need to get through this debate together. And <laughs> definitely some head pats. Definitely some head pats. The, the biggest mistake Biden made was answering when Trump would ask questions. Because all it does is it gets it gets Trump in a loop where he'll just ask another one and another one and another one over and over again. And Biden kept on trying to answer him. Yeah. And it's like, just ignore him. Just, just ignore, ignore him. him. Maybe... He needs a comic to prep him for the next one. But the advice I would give Trump would be to not get COVID. Uh, Now he did not. That's a losing strategy. That is a proven losing strategy. (laughs) That was the advice I was going to give uh, pre uh, this weekend. Well, he didn't follow it. He I guess wear a mask. If there is a a future debate, let's say that Trump lucks out, gets a mild case and is recovered 
by the end of the month and there's a second head-to-head debate, I would say to Biden, you just need to maximize your contempt towards Trump. Do not treat him like he's the president and just refuse to debate him at all and talk directly to the American people at all times. And if he tries to interrupt you or heckle you, just say, grown-up talking or something to the equivalent. Yeah. Uh, and then just address the the answer to the uh, the camera. Yeah, I, I I think it's I think it's the same thing. Like I've watched Ted Cruz debate Beto a long time ago, and what I found really interesting about Ted Cruz is that he would Beto would say something, and then Ted Cruz would be like, "You see, ladies and gentlemen, he's doing this. Like this is not what we're about." I mean, Biden needs to do that where he needs to say something like Obama S that's like, you see, lady and ladies and gentlemen, he's bringing up my son. I'm proud of my son. And like, he just needs to have a soliloquy back to the camera, may, may bringing people together. Yeah, more, more Shakespeare. That's yeah, what we need. Yeah, he, we need the lights dim. He just walks towards you. Yeah. Caresses the camera. Yeah. That, that moment really resonated with a lot of people who have kids who have struggled with addiction. Like yeah. he, I think he went over a lot of votes for that. At that moment, it was, it's incredibly cruel what he did to Biden and just vicious. And then I saw something yesterday, which was fascinating. Do you guys know what happened on October 2nd, 2016? No. What happened? Uh, Trump what happened? was at a camp- campaign stop making fun of Hillary Clinton for being sick with pneumonia <laughs> and was mocking the way she would walk and was making fun of her being lethargic and was just uh, just bashing her for being sick with pneumonia. Four years to the day later, he gets sick with COVID. It, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, wild. May, maybe there is a God or maybe this is a simulation. Right. Because and he's that, gonna, they, like, there's a God with a four-year lag on karma yeah. then. Yeah. Well, there's it's the cosmic joke quality of this entire thing. You yes. Know, this, all of human existence has been the setup to Donald Trump getting COVID. Yeah. It's that funny. We're living through history. Let's move on to the next question. So speaking of advice, um, what would, who would you, what would you tell the next moderator of the next debate? What advice would you give them? (laughs) That person needs a lot of advice. I think we all have the same advice though. We discussed it. I think maybe before we start recording, cut the mic, cut the damn mic. There's, there there isn't going to be another debate. There is even if Trump gets out of this and he's healthy for a debate, he's already said he's not going to agree with any changes made to the format. And the uh, commission has already said they're definitely making changes to the format. Did he really? That's yeah, insane. I, I know yeah. he said that, but that doesn't mean. I mean, he says a lot of stuff, David. You know what I mean? It's not like you can necessarily take his word and be like, "Well, that's it." You know, he could change his mind, especially after his team gets together with him. And was like, "You have got to." denounce the proud boys now like for real don't tell them to stand by you've got to do this you've got to you know and have like goals the thing is trump trump knows he can't win a debate at a regular debate style the only way he can do it is by shouting and and doing what he did the other night i mean the problem is with moderation is that trump rejects the format you're not dealing with someone that is going to abide by the rules so i think it's it's impossible for a traditional moderator to handle so, it. So 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 what do you what do you do to play around with that? Like how do you I, I think if you just made the topics just China, economy, 
Like just simple single word things because it's going to devolve into a street fight anyway. So what's the point of even having the pretense? I think that there's no point in trying to fix it. I'm not. No. What (laughs) would probably happen is that, yes, Trump will not be at the next debate. Even if he's well, uh, he's probably either too rattled or there might be a format change. So if there's a format change and Trump doesn't show up, Biden has to show up. Biden has to come in. And you get the whole empty chair visual, and it's just him talking to the camera. What what about a what about a Clint Eastwood style where he just goes to the empty chair and just shouts at it? Right? That was like, that was think- so weird. I remember I I still remember that man where he's so, like yelling at the chair, pretending Obama was sitting in the chair. Oh, so that would be that would be a classic Biden bungle though. If you've got the whole visual of the presidential Biden versus trump not showing up and all you got to do is stay right down the center of the lane and talk to the people but then fall over let's wander over and yell like an old man at the chair that would be that would be a a classic biden bungle (laughs) i think that for the moderator i think they should do some version I think they should still debate. I think that they need to do a socially distanced one where they're in different rooms, but I think that they don't have to cut the mic, but they do, they just will choose to turn off like someone's voice over and then we'll just go to their, their pan. So like, like a five second delay so that Trump can't yell over it. And he has to hear what Biden is saying and then he can talk. Do not have, they're in separate rooms. You record your response to the question you play it to the other candidate. They respond. You play that back. That would be yeah. the control, I think, would be fair. Because the candidate should not be on stage with each other right now. No. It's totally insane to do that. Because let's say uh, it's a miracle. Trump recovers in a week. He's still going to be contagious for probably a week or two afterwards. So he should not be in the same room with Biden. Or anybody. Maybe maybe if they're just in giant inflatable bubbles, oh. they can kind of roll around emphatically when they want to make a point. Put, put Trump in the a bubble boy situation. Right. We, we need to get the Department of Defense to plow a lot of money into the Pacific Rim Jaeger robots, <laughs> and then we could have but, Biden. But you need two people to operate that. We'd so have we need Biden to get even and Harris. Okay, there we go. And you would have... Trump and Pence and Biden and Harris would since Pence yeah. is protected from COVID by God. Yes. You would perform you know, they would form a gisalt entity, entity, which would then debate, but then Trump would subsume and devour the Pence personality into himself and become rampant and monstrous, and they would devastate the eastern coast. <laughs> That's probably better than what's gonna actually happen. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> So I think we have time for one more question for today. Um, I know we were going to pick who won, but I I think we've kind of already talked about this. I think that uh, I think that the best question to end on is what did you learn from this debate? Did you learn anything from this debate? (laughs) Anything? I just I think the thing that I learned is I could still be surprised. Like I, I really was surprised at how Trump acted. I know a lot of people say, well, that's that's him. You should have known he was going to act like that. I didn't. I had no idea he was going to be that insane and that rude and that Chris Wallace would let him get away with it 
if you would have told me before that thing, before that happened, that this is how the debate would have ended, I would have been like, no, there's no way. There's no way. That's never happened in the history of debates. Even when Trump debated Hillary, it didn't devolve like that. And it devolved like it so quickly. That That's what uh, what blew me away. Yeah, there, there was a lot of surprises, but I mean, you just... You just brought up Hillary. I was I was playing a drinking game, of course. Like we got <laughs> Hillary, we got Pocahontas. At some point, he just he didn't do "You're the puppet," but he just repeated exactly what Biden said and just said "You're the one." So there was it was it was all predictable, but at the same time, you just never know quite how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say after watching him debate Hillary, I wasn't I wasn't surprised um, at first, but the amount that it, it started devolving and, and, and I can't help, you know, I don't blame Biden, but like, you know, they both started just doing it to each other and Hillary, I don't think ever did that being, you know, whoever Hillary is as a woman or whatever it was, she, she helped, she held herself back. And so it was a train wreck at the end all of the moderators or all of the uh, newscasters from every station was just like, this is a train wreck. This was a travesty for the American public. Like you didn't hear that ever before in 2016. So that, that was just sad. I, I can't say I learned anything except for the fact that unfortunately when he got elected, all of the things I worried about seemed to just coming to fruition. You know, so many of us didn't vote for him because our worst nightmares were our, being, you know, proven true. But who had this as a nightmare? Who had COVID and him getting it and 200,000 Americans dead as a nightmare? You know, I mean, I, I, I thought it would be bad. I thought it yeah. would be racist. I thought that um, the economy would, would tank because that's what Republicans do. I had no idea it would be this bad. And what's so crazy is he could be a hero right now. If back yeah. in March he comes out and says everyone wears a mask, Everyone stay home. If you've lost a job because of COVID, here's a supplemental check. Boom. He gets reelected in a landslide. Yep. Easy peasy. We got maybe 5,000, 10,000 people dead, but not 200,000. And now he has it and his entire cabinet has it. It's just insane. Yeah. I didn't have this, obviously. I don't know, think anyone could have. This was an on-mirror 2020 bingo card. <laughs> well, it is now, but no, I mean, I don't think anyone could predict it a, a pandemic, but knowing who he was and the liars that he was. And I knew that he could not handle leading this country in any sort of, you know, maybe I would have predicted like a World War Three scenario, but not, but not a pandemic. And so, yeah, it, it unfortunately is way worse than I was worried about. But I mean, who the people who didn't vote for him, I don't know how many of you are, are on this panel, I assume almost all of us. I uh, voted for Donald Trump. Oh, my God, Greg. Because I wanted him to to come in and really fuck everything up. And he's delivered on that. I just really liked his policies. So, you know, I I heard a lot of people say that, actually. A lot of people told me that they don't like how things are going. And that's why they voted for Donald Trump, because they need someone to shake up the system. But I feel like all everybody wants is this this sense of normalcy that we had before. I don't know anyone that's like, I'm so happy we have a pandemic. What? Hey, you know the traditional arms of government that might help to manage an emerging pandemic? I want the president to take a bat to all those things. The dog agrees. The dog agrees. 
So I, I learned that Trump said that we have a vaccine coming in a couple of weeks. Oh, so yeah. That's very exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting cool. news. Very cool. To learn Does that. anyone think you might be taking that vaccine and this is just a giant push for that? Yeah, this is all just an elaborate ad. For the vaccine, Trump vaccines. <laughs> Folks, it's kayfabe, okay? I'm breaking the fourth wall. They're jamming me full of the vaccine. I'm so alive right now. It's I can feel it fighting the COVID. In just 48 hours, you too can have COVID and then be cured. I swear to God, if, if that, I, I would not be surprised if you see that at a 2 a.m. ad or something. I, uh, I learned that you can get into a knife fight with Chris Wallace. <laughs> yeah, that is allowed. That is just yeah, allowed. I, I did not expect to expect how aggressive he got there because when they were fighting, I was like, oh my gosh. I, uh, I have some audio if y'all want to just listen <laughs> yes. to that real quick. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. With a plan, a comprehensive plan to replace Obamacare. Of course I have. Well, I'll I got rid of the individual mandate. Excuse me. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was a big chunk of Obamacare. That is absolutely a big thing. That was that, the worst I, I part of Obamacare, Chris. That was the worst him, part me. of Obamacare. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual no, mandate I, was the most unpopular <laughs> aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like and to. And we will protect people. Mr. President, I'm the moderator of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer your question. So my question, sir, is what is the Trump health care plan? Right. Well, first of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. That nobody's done it. Uh, and awesome. he, still, he still didn't answer the question. No, no. There is no health care plan. He's been, in, he's been in office for four years. There is no health care plan. Yeah. Chris Wallace just being a low-energy judge dread of like, sir, sir, I am the moderator. <laughs> I am the moderator. I, I am the moderator. <laughs> he, he, my favorite was his incredulous like laugh where he'd be like, oh, yeah, I asked you guys about a Supreme Court nomination. Y'all remember that? <laughs> the the he, best was when he would he would try to like placate Trump by being like, hey, Mr. President, you're really going to like this next question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing into one of your talking points. Hey, hey, Mr. Trump, I got a real great question for you. If you'll just if you'll just stop yelling at me, for just a second, Mr. Trump. Shut the Houston up, Mr. Trump. Shut the Houston up. I felt like it was just watching. I felt like I was really watching like a parent talking to a child. Like when I, oh, yeah. you know, when you're in public and you're like, hey, stop, stop. Don't touch that. Stop, stop. Don't touch that. Stop, stop. I'm going to start yelling because you started yelling. I'm the parent now. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely the parent that has a child that is bigger than them. And it's kind of afraid that the kid might yes. hit them. Yes. Oh yes. My, are you in my house right now, David? I've, no, I've, I've heard the phrase large adult son yes. being used. Trump was the large adult son of the debate. He's like, yeah. mom, meatloaf. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It was uh, Chris Wallace, the long-suffering fa father under the terrifying rule of Donald Trump, the large adult son. Dad, do you know how much money I can make gaming right now? You're not letting me. <laughs> uh, no, no, your son, you're going to love this. It, it, it's got Fortnite in it. <laughs> Be cool, Dad. Be cool. If you know how good I looked while I was flossing, you would not be saying this to me, Father. I was flossing. It's a Fortnite dance. Okay. <laughs> I forget that Greg is the the most the gamer um, of the game. Uh, yeah, he's like real up on what the kids are warhammering. Yeah.
Now, so, hey, uh, Lily, what did you what did you learn? So I this was worse than I expected, but I it wasn't too much worse. Uh, honestly, the biggest thing I learned is I'm more afraid of racism than I thought I was. Um, I did not know what the Proud Boys was were. I did not know that. Uh, I didn't know what that was. I didn't know that. I am horrified that he told them to stand by and stand back. I thought that was a really scary idea because I'm like, do you have correspondence with these people? And then I was even more terrified at their at their response of, oh, the president talked to me. Um, that just scared me. Right. Well, and the, the conservative backlash was like, well, we got a black guy. He's <laughs> proud, proud Boys has got a black guy, so it should be fine. So you should take solace in that, Lily. I love that you need like a debate day program to tell which white supremacist, you know, like a program yeah, wait, can't, tell a boogaloy, can't tell a boogaloy boy from a proud boy without your program here. Yeah, yeah, Trump was openly asking, well, which one do you want me to? <laughs> yeah. Which one of the many white supremacists that yeah. endorsed me? Yeah, would you like I, me to- I did not know that there is a menu of, of white supremacy in our country. I just think I don't I'm a that, pre- that have been established since Donald Trump's election. Keep in mind, both Bo- Boogaloo Boys and um and Proud Boys. Are you since twenty six? Yeah, I only know the KKK, right? I, yeah, I thought. The, I, oh, that's so. Oh, right. that's so, classic racism. Yeah, God. so I don't know anything more than that. So it's just like anything else. I'm like, oh, so they're not all in the KKK. I just, I don't know these things. <laughs> that scares me. You know what? We'll go to a rally, Lily. We'll we'll oh get you educated. God. I I tried to pitch that to my husband of going to a rally, and he was like, "I really yeah, do it for the podcast." Yeah, he was like, "I really don't want you to go to that. Like, that's really dangerous. Please don't go to a rally." Well, the militia movement in the United States has been a camouflage for a new sort of uh, American right neo-Nazi nationalism. So, what we have seen in a resurgence in the militia movements. Is really like what it's the it's the modern KKK is the militia movements. Well, it's just a manifestation of just like certain you know people being excluded from the economy and trying to find identity. So (laughs) you have to dress you have to dress in your finest flamingo shirt and take your gun to the rally, bros. Right? Did you guys ever watch American History X? The, the, the guy that it's based on, he has come out and he said a lot of his uh, ex friends he had that were in. You know, white nationalist groups and white supremacy groups that ha- are all now cops that they've all yeah. migrated from there. Yeah. Oh, no. and, and this this started in the 80s when the, the FBI and the police, there was a huge crackdown on white supremacy. And they basically were like, you know what? Screw this. We'll just become cops. Yep. Well, you got to keep the crackdown on minorities like above board. <laughs> that seems to be a. Oh, you guys. Or here's my other uh, night hot take. We have to spin up the hot take minigun. So yes, everyone go around. Uh, you can clean that up if you want, but we're uh, that's where we're going with hot take minigun, guys. Last hot take, anything related to the debate, go. Needs to be longer, so we have more time for policy. Oh. Uh, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, it really was. It, oh, uh, hot take. Yeah, worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen, and it made me re- feel really sad and scared for our country. Because yeah. 40% of our country looked at that and they loved what they saw. Uh, I'm going to yep second David and, and say it. it's the first time in my adult life I thought I needed to go buy a gun. 
hot take. <laughs> civil wow. War. I felt like Civil War is close no matter who wins. Do you know what I mean? See, this I is guess. depressing. This isn't funny. I was trying to make it funny. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, we started Ryan. out that way. We started out that way. Say that in a fun way, <laughs> Megan. Okay. I'm gonna buy a gun. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad I got a clean take of that. <laughs> okay. Oh. But my theory has been that we are in the years of lead. This is reference to in Italy, there was a years of lead wherein there was a rise in terrorism from far-right groups, far-left groups. I would say the American years of lead began with the 19, uh, 1995 bombing of the federal building in Oklahoma City. Militia movement rose up, got violent, but then there was 9-11 that redirected the uh, like American uh, nas- nationalism, racism towards uh, Muslims, the Arab countries. We had, had the Iraq war. Iraq war has ground down. People have forgotten about 9-11. Barack Obama was elected. So you had the rise of the militia movements again. And now we're entering into like the active terrorist phase of the militia movements, which you've been seeing. In so, the so there's always going to be violence. We just need to pick between domestic and foreign. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's not my lesson at all. Greg's <laughs> so, take is real long. <laughs> so it's going to be. So I'm hoping what what you're saying is that it will get it will get better eventually. You want another nine away? <laughs> no, not that either. Greg's like, be mad at Muslims. That's what Greg just said. Be mad at Muslims. <laughs> oh, great. Let's be mad at Muslims. How about we say that it will get better after after this fr- after this phase? Oh, she's having a baby. We have to keep this positive, y'all. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, it's not going to get better. <laughs> Your son. And, and this is why Trump Trump has shown them. Trump has given them the playbook. The playbook yeah. is rage and racism and QAnon and conspiracy theories, and that's the playbook to win by, and you steal elections, and you just break the law and do whatever you want. Yes. Uh, the global warming is getting worse and worse every day, and no matter who is in office, we're not going to change it, because even if we got clean, China and Australia aren't going to do it either, and India, they're not going to do it, so we're doomed that way, and yeah, I, I think there is no hope. Sorry. <laughs> Comedian David Jessup, everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. It's sad because it's true. <laughs> so, Lily, now you have to segue into the name of our podcast somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Bring I, some light to I, some levity. I still think that the world will get better. Um, in my opinion, I think it will get better because I am a person of color and I am married to someone who is not my race. And that is acceptable. And that's and that that gives me hope that things can get better and that, yes, there are there is racism and things like that. But it has gotten better overall for people to accept other people. And maybe it's not everybody, but uh, but it's happening. So we just have to keep trying. Keep on keeping on. Everybody get out and vote. Yes. Unless you want to vote for Trump, then you know what? Screw you. I'm just kidding. I would say that 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 would be the end of our episode. Is that I I'm still gonna be hopeful. Aww, those pregnancy hormones are helping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, on that note, I think we have covered the debate, so it's now time to end our show. Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, you could just follow me on social media, Megan King Comedy or Mom Comedy. Um, Megan spelled weird, so M-A-G-E-N, and you can find me pretty easy. And uh, thank you guys for having me on. This was very fun. It it was depressing, but like we still needed it, you know? So thank you. Vote. Thanks, Megan. David, thank you so much for joining us, even though you were late. Um, <laughs> do you Sorry. have anything that you would like to plug? Uh, on Facebook, go to uh, Stop Motion Nightmares to look at my stop motion videos that are nightmarish. <laughs> and then on Instagram, go to Children of Dave to look at my creepy sculptures. Yes. Dave Jeff- <laughs> Jessup is an absolutely horrifying outsider artist. So, guys, yeah, go buy some of his stuff. Buy his stuff. Um Get ready to have some real nightmares. Oh, and Lily, uh, when you find out uh, what gender your baby is, let me know. I'm working on a uh, special doll for your child. <laughs> it, it's a boy. Um, oh, it's a boy? So, yeah. I got yeah. one ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> All right. We just want to say thank you for joining us today on our advocacy exploration. We want a special thank you to Megan and David. Remember to register to vote by going to vote411.org. And don't forget to smash that like button on iTunes or however you do things on your favorite podcasting app. And remember, when the world gets you down and everything is terrible, keep trying. It's fine. Okay. So so for our guests, uh, just follow our lead. Okay. Oh, we here? Oh. <laughs> Robinette. Joe! Joe. Robinette. Robinette. What? What? Joe. Joe. <laughs> We're saying Joe Robinette. <laughs> Joe. Robinette. Joe's middle name is Robinette. We're getting, we'll get there. <laughs> Just ADR me later, okay? Thank you, guys. Thanks, bye. Thank you so much.